This week's episode of Weekly Weird News is sponsored by DoorDash and by Earthbreak. But first, the weird news. Part of being a red-blooded, patriotic American is understanding that our government is constantly up to some super-secret, shady shit, and just assuming on blind faith that this is fine, and it's probably for our own good, and there's nothing at all to worry about. And that's not just speculation. There is decades' worth of leaks and official disclosures from the FBI and CIA about unethical and seemingly illegal practices done in the pursuit of national security. Yeah, perfectly fine. And with American government secrets, it's very much a situation where the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. Such is the case with Area 51, which was only even officially acknowledged six years ago as a place that exists. Uh, anyways, of course, speculation about Area 51 has been going on for a lot longer than that. Now, for one thing, the deserts and wilderness of the Southwest is where nuclear weapons were secretly developed. It's where nuclear weapons were repeatedly tested, and it's where a ton of rocketry and aircraft testing still takes place. Oh, also the whole Roswell thing where aliens supposedly crashed to Earth, that happened in the Southwest as well. Yeah. That area of the country is largely just wide open space, making it perfect for top secret government business that no one is supposed to know about. And Area 51, a.k.a. Groom Lake, a.k.a. Homie Airport, a.k.a. Paradise Ranch, is just sitting out there in the middle of fucking nowhere, almost completely surrounded by mountains, with signs greeting you before you get anywhere near the base telling you that you're going to be shot on sight if you go any further. So they must be hiding. What do you got back there? Yeah. Now, it's unclear when or how exactly the cultural understanding of Area 51 came to be, but it probably has a lot to do with the fact that for decades, airmen stationed at the nearby Edwards and Nellis bases have been strictly forbidden from flying anywhere near it. And, you know, word's going to get around after a while. Yeah. It's also thanks to guys like Bob Lazar, who have publicly claimed to have worked at Area 51 and done work reverse engineering alien technology, though none of his claims can really be verified at all, including claims about, I don't know, like his education or having any expertise in physics at all. But he built jet engines in his garage. Well, you decide. Uh But with the advent of GPS and Google Earth, you can go look and see for yourself that there's definitely a military base at Groom Lake with a bunch of airstrips. But even though we know that something's definitely there, no one knows much about what actually happens there. And everyone knows that the real Area 51 is buried a mile below the Denver airport. No, the, the the truth is that Area 51 is just there to distract us from Area 69. Yeah, where, where, where the down. real shit happens. Uh huh. Well, okay. Officially, what we know about what happens there is pretty much what you'd expect or already know on your own. They test out highly secretive aerospace technology, such as the Lockheed U-2 spy plane, the Lockheed A-12, which was the precursor to the SR-71 Blackbird spy plane, and the Lockheed F-117 Nighthawk stealth attack aircraft. And probably a lot of other planes and helicopters and equipment as well. Fun fact, uh, sightings of UFOs in Nevada and Arizona started right around the time that they were testing the U-2, which was flying at like 60,000 feet instead of 30,000 feet. And guess what? They're not wrong. At the time, they were unidentified flying objects. Yeah, and that's the, yeah. And all of the unredacted, like, military transmissions was from people at Nellis and Edwards who were like, what the fuck is that? And they're like, stop asking questions. Now, I will say, before we go any further, I love being an Area 51 skeptic. It has been a lot of fun for... 20-something years yeah. that I've... That I've fir- on it's the, fun. The old internet, Yeah, it was, like, one of the first, like, crazy conspiracy theories that seemed, like, so real, and you want... And you, I still, to this day, like, want to believe yeah. that they... That they uh, have aliens under there, and that they've reverse-engineered alien spacecraft, and all of that, because it's fun. 
It's fun to think about. And I'll say, like, the the crazy thing is, is that, like, literally after Roswell happens, there's an explosion of fucking technology that has happened over the past couple of decades that didn't happen for centuries. Yeah. So. It's also, for me. I, I love it. I fucking love it. I heard about Area 51 in fiction. Yeah. And then as a youth on the early internet was well, amazed to learn that it's actually a thing. Yeah. Or has, there's a lot of, ev- at the time, there was a lot of evidence suggesting that it was a thing. I was like, that's pretty wild. Yeah. It's just, it's just like, for me, it's just like, God, it, hey, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> Wouldn't Fun it be to think about. Uh, anyways, uh, we also know that they captured Soviet planes and uh, they took them there and tore them apart, put them back together and tested them. So this is all understandably highly secretive stuff that provides a solid explanation for why the government wouldn't want any unauthorized personnel snooping around and why they put it in a location where that is next to impossible, yeah. especially when they built it. But what if it is aliens? Huh? Yeah. Because that would be way cooler. So the whole top secret aircraft thing, it makes sense. But the degree of secrecy around Area 51 is still unusual, even compared to other top secret government facilities. Uh, According to an uncovered memo from 1974, Area 51 was the one and only location that astronauts aboard the Skylab space station were not allowed to photograph. And when they ended up inadvertently photographing it, uh, there was a huge shitstorm behind the scenes between NASA and the CIA over what to do about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) The end result was... uh, Everyone sort of forgot, and the picture was, like, in a box of archives that anyone had access to, and no one even noticed it was there for, like, 20 years. Yeah. So, yeah. And also, an environmental lawsuit in 1994 brought by civilian contractors who'd all gotten sick from working at Groom Lake uh, off of a lot of chemicals that, I don't know, you got to question why they were there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that ro- lawsuit resulted in President Clinton issuing a presidential order to keep Air Force operations at Groom Lake exempt from all environmental disclosure laws. Uh, which is unusual, and it's been periodically renewed every few years by different presidents. So, yes, something is out there. Something's happening, but we don't know what. Uh, So pop culture has often speculated about it in movies like Independence Day, shows like X-Files, as well as the late 90s arcade shooter and near-perfect game, (laughs) Area 51, which was very tight. Yeah. Uh, Theories about Area 51 include everything from alien spacecraft being stored there to aliens actually living there to a whole area functioning as a meeting place for aliens and the U.S. government to Area 51 housing all sorts of teleportation and other such exotic alien technology. What do you got? Peel back that that layer of the Earth's crust and show us what mm-hmm. you're hiding. And with the rise of YouTube, interest in Area 51 has only increased thanks largely to people actually going out there and filming their interactions with what are known as the camo dudes who tell them to get the fuck away. What are you doing? Or we will shoot you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're great videos. They're very weird. They're fun to the, watch. The people want to know what's there. And the latest, greatest example of this curiosity that is, <sighs> you know, it's just part of being alive is a Facebook event scheduled for September 20th called Storm Area 51. They can't stop all of us. Which, as of when we're recording this, has nearly half a million confirmed participants and another half a million people who are interested. Yeah. And all of everyone that is confirmed, they have to show up. That's the rules of Facebook. Yeah. If you click going and you don't show up, you get in a lot of trouble and have to pay a lot of fines. Mark Zuckerberg calls you. I I saw that you... You said you were going to be there, but it's not very. But then you didn't friendly you to say you were going, and you know people buy food and drink. This to is supply. a place for friends. Uh, anyways, the event's title basically explains everything that you need to know about this event. But this description it elaborates on this whole thing with further details. Uh, we will all meet up at the Area 51 Alien Center tourist attraction and coordinate our entry. If we Naruto run, we can move faster than their bullets. Let's see them aliens. 
Uh, right off the bat, <laughs> like, they're coordinating it upon arrival. Yeah. I mean, come on. And not even, I'm not even going to fucking mention Naruto running to beat bullets, because that's ridiculous. Oh, we all know running with your arms behind your back is faster. It's well, more aerodynamic. It's harder to hit. Yeah, it's you're harder to hit because you have a smaller That's why box. we use the run in war. <laughs> the smaller hitbox is uh, yeah. Yeah, highly underestimated by the mm-hmm. enemy. Yeah. Anyways, according to some Googling, the Area 51 Alien Center, it's around 60 miles away from Area 51, and it's basically an alien-themed convenience store that sells souvenirs and outer space vodka in a bottle shaped like an alien head. Dan Aykroyd is on the phone with his lawyers. <laughs> what Excuse the me? fuck? It's attached to the Alien Cat House legal brothel, where, for a price, you can spend some quality time one-on-one with any of their various cosmic kittens. Uh, there's also a gas station, a fireworks store, and an RV park nearby. But otherwise, it's it's in the middle of nowhere. Anyways, from there, getting anywhere near Area 51 is going to take at least a two-hour drive across 70 miles that goes even further into absolute nowhere, including through an area that's absolutely riddled with craters from bomb tests, including at least one nuclear bomb test, which is, I don't know, that'd be kind of cool to see. Yeah. Look at that big old hole in the ground. Mm-hmm. Eventually, though, you'll make it to the part where you're specifically told over and over again by signage that going any further is going to get you killed. And the cameras and the sensors and probably drones in the sky are all monitoring everything you're doing. But ignore that. Yeah. Remember, strength in numbers. That's the whole basis. Yeah. They can shoot some of us. Tragic, yes. But half a million people, I like those odds, especially if we all use the Naruto run. Yeah. The ground starts shaking. Dust is being kicked up. What the hell could that be? Oh, wow. Yeah. Maybe some more aliens coming to meet with us at our alien meeting place here at Area 51. Mm -hmm. Yes. Sadly, lives will be lost. But those who do perish will be remembered as martyrs for a very serious and important cause. Mm -hmm. Make your life mean something. Run headfirst into Area 51. But okay, this isn't, I mean, maybe some people will show up. (laughs) But this isn't a real thing. Come on. It's clearly a joke. The event host is a shitposting page. And while no one's likely to actually run full speed into Area 51 using a technique that only works in anime, the event has inspired a lovely amount of high-quality, free-range shitposts. And that's all that really matters. More, to speak more on the absurdity of this, even if you got to the, the border of where you see the signs yeah. and start running in, you're, it's like... 15 or 20 miles until yeah. the actual base. They can in see the you middle, coming from a long way. Even if no one's there to guard it. Yeah. In the middle of the desert yeah. in September, which, by the way, I know it's not mid-July or August. September is still fucking hot, folks. Yeah. And also, if you do it at night, you could freeze to death. Yeah. Like, it, it, this is a part of the, the world that, like, for the most part, literally cannot sustain life. Yeah. It's just... It's basically the surface of Mars, and it's great for dropping bombs and not much else. Yeah. So it's not, you're not even if you're serious about this, you're not going to fucking make it. And it won't take bullets to stop yeah. you. Yeah. Well, and you'll likely you'll be coming from Las Vegas, which that adds like three hours to the drive. It's a real pain in the ass to get there, and that's On why purpose. it's there. Yeah. <laughs> it's by design. Uh, anyways, if we can't actually go to Area 51 and get a look at what the hell's actually going on there, the least we can do is meme about the absurd scenario of half a million people just running straight at it World War Z style. Yeah. It's certainly a hell of a lot more fun than just sitting and wondering about it. Hmm. Yeah. Hilariously, though, the hype around this nonsense does make one wonder if and to what extent the government is preparing for the possibility that people actually try and do this. Yeah. It doesn't seem like the sort of thing that the powers that be would simply just not worry about at all. I mean, even the most obvious jokes about putting the president's life in any sort of danger, it almost always results in a visit from the Secret Service and a stern finger-wagging. Mm-hmm. So you got to wonder about how the folks at Area 51 are approaching the 
seemingly non-existent possibility, but still a possibility that any of this Naruto running is going to happen. You got to imagine local law enforcement are at least going to be keeping an eye on road activity near the Area 51 rest stop and whorehouse where the event's scheduled to begin. Yeah. Bring out the horse, distract him. And if they, if, they, if they move, shoot them. Yeah. I mean, if this happens and if anyone who actually does decide to go near Area 51 on that day sees higher than usual amounts of security, the ship posting will all be worth it. The pictures will be great. Yeah, we made an impact. Look at all these, look at all these all camo of, dudes on the top of the hill trying to scare us away. Yeah. What are you hiding, camo dude? Don't step across that little invisible no, line, that's, though. That's when shit goes bad news. Bad. Uh, anyways, if you're, if for some reason you're dead set on at least getting sort of close to Area 51, but you don't want any trouble from Big Brother, might we suggest some Juggalo makeup? <laughs> Juggalos, of course, being devotees of the group Insane Clown Posse, who often don clown makeup similar to ICP's Violent J and Shaggy 2 dope. Well, recently a facial recognition researcher known on Twitter as Takion revealed that while researching ways to evade facial detection, he discovered that Juggalo face paint may, in fact, be the most effective way to do so. In fact, he claims that Juggalo makeup often works considerably, considerably better than other methods that have been created specifically for this purpose. So laugh all you want, but someday soon, the Insane Clown Posse may be our only hope against an increasingly intrusive surveillance state. Whoop, whoop. Whoop. Uh, also, there's a, there's a website, oh, man, I wish I could remember, but they, it's basically a company that is, this has, like, prototype fashion designs for tricking facial recognition. Yeah. And uh, it looks cyberpunk as fuck. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Um, it's based off of, it's actually, it's based off of a camouflage technique used by, uh, naval ships in mm-hmm. World War II. But you just, like, you put, it's, it's similar to Juggalo makeup, where you just put a bunch of, like, black and white stripes on something that yeah. are, like, not regular. And yeah. it becomes really hard to tell, like, what the actual contours of an object are. Yep. So they take that principle and apply it to, like, the hats cyberpunk and, makeup. Yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah. mostly just, like, I think people with... And e- haircuts and stuff. Yeah, they people have, yeah. with emo hair are, like, pretty well off in yeah. uh, a The new hairstyle situation. is going to be the reverse mullet. Yeah. Shaved in the back and just hanging down completely in front. And then you have to, to see things. You'll just, yeah. just make me peek. look like Orville Peck. Yeah, peek through the blinds. Uh, yeah. Anyways, moving on before we get into headlines, it's time to hear from this week's sponsors, starting with DoorDash. Long day at work, tough day at school, still stuck at the office, too hot to leave the house. Yeah. Treat yourself to the meal that you deserve on demand from your favorite restaurants. Mm-hmm. Restaurants come to you with DoorDash. Ordering's easy. You just use the DoorDash app and choose what you want to eat, and a Dasher will bring it to you anywhere you are. Not Prancer. Dasher. Not only is that burger place that you love on DoorDash already, but over 310,000 other amazing restaurants are too. Order from your favorite place on the East Coast and make someone drive all the way out here for you. You said you'd bring it. I wanted a Philly cheesesteak and here it is. Uh, That might be expensive. But anyways, DoorDash connects you with door-to-door delivery drivers in over 3,300 cities in all 50 states, and even in Canada, our friends up in the north. Congratulations. Order from your local go-tos or choose from your favorite chains like Chipotle, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, and the Cheesecake Factory. Mm. Don't worry about dinner. Let dinner come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our viewers can get $5 off your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code WEEKLYWEIRD, all one word. That's $5 off your first order when you download the DoorDash app from the App Store and enter promo code WEEKLYWEIRD. Again, that is promo code WEEKLYWEIRD for $5 off your first order from DoorDash. Can't wait to get $5 off my $3,000 order of Chicago-style pizza Mm. directly from the source. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Elvis used to do stuff like that. (laughs) He was was a pioneer in, in food access. Anyways, this episode is also sponsored by Earthbreak. 
If you're still wondering what the hell is going on over at Area 51 but want to indulge your alien curiosity without getting double tapped by sniper fire, Earthbreak is for you. Earthbreak is a sci-fi game where you are a survivor on a rapidly dying Earth that has been ravaged by a deadly virus inflicted by aliens. With Earthbreak, you will receive your box of clues, physical items, and evidence each month. It's up to you to piece it all together and solve the mystery to save humanity. In Earthbreak, you find refuge in a government bunker, but is it safer than the outside world? Can you trust your fellow survivors? You think you're safe now that you've found refuge, but there's a council that creates and controls every aspect of life in the bunker. What will you choose? Freedom or safety? Not everything is as it seems in this challenging game where you must decide who to trust. Your decision will determine the fate of the story, the bunker, and maybe even humanity itself. Earthbreak has been described as an escape room delivered to your door where Fallout meets Alien. Uh, play with your friends, or if you prefer a solo adventure, you can interact with the Earthbreak online community to swap out theories and help everyone out. Uh, High-quality, handcrafted clues get you lost in this post-apocalyptic world and make you feel like humanity truly is in your hand. Right now, our viewers you can get 25% off off your first box uh, by going to earthbreak.com weird. Uh, they only accept 200 new members per day, and there's... Other people that are trying to get into this that aren't watching the show, so mm -hmm. there you go. Uh, you have to hurry and take advantage of this offer, and you're going to get 25% off. So if you want that, go to earthbreak.com slash weird. You get 25% off your first box. That is earthbreak.com slash weird. Can you survive the alien apocalypse? Don't go out to the middle of the desert. Just yeah. sit at home and escape aliens in the comfort yeah, of your living room. make memes about it. Anyways, let's move on because we got some headlines for you. Uh... Very, very hot. Gender reveal party stunt ends with car erupting in flames. We need to ban gender reveal parties. Yeah. I didn't even realize this till recently. I don't know why I hadn't thought of this, because it wasn't like a tradition ever in my life. But gender reveal parties were never a thing until fucking Pinterest became a thing. Uh, literally just a website for women to feel jealous about what other women are doing. Like Instagram. Very successful, but like Pinterest especially. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I had never, ever, ever heard of this, and I... I've only been to one, so it's odd. Yeah, it's and it's also very odd that people, for whatever reason, I mean, did the, did, let me assume that this happened in America. No, this is Australia. Wow. Well, Th this particular form of gender reveal where you uh, you get those burnout tires that burn a specific color. Yeah, it's getting popular over there. This uh, guy started burning all that blue smoke, and everyone's like, "Yeah, it's a sun!" And then his tires popped and caught on fire, and uh, yeah, big old, big old mess. Yeah, well, anyways, it's people just trying to constantly one-up each other on these fucking yeah. gender reveal parties. Gender reveal parties and promposals. Just cut it out. Just be normal. Yeah. Please. For the sake of your kids. Your unborn child. Yeah. Some unborn kid's going to get fucking killed at one of these things. And then it's a nothing. Yeah. yeah. Who's going to be laughing then? Ross Perot once gifted a sword to Bernie Sanders. And what a sword it was. <laughs> I fucking love this. It's a Ross Perot, if you're too young. He, he's the most successful third-party presidential candidate. He's got the big ears. Of all time. He got, like, 19% of the vote in the he's general election. He's a Texas millionaire or billionaire yeah. or something like that. And, like, a pretty interesting guy. Did a lot of good things. Had a lot of kooky opinions. But uh, yeah. he was a big... Love the veterans. Yeah, he was a big supporter of veterans. And Bernie Sanders also, like, was one of the major backers of some veterans health care bill, like, 15 years ago. And Ross Perot... 15? Your was, time is way off. No, it was this. He got the sword in like 2005. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So my time is spot on, actually. Ross Perot was 96, right? Yeah, when he ran for president. Yeah, I think he did it like twice. But anyway, mm. uh, yeah, 
he, uh, in, in gratitude to Bernie Sanders for helping the veterans uh, get better health care, he gave him a sword. A, a giant fucking sword. Yeah, with like uh, a whole plaque with a... Yeah, mounted and uh, the text written on it, clearly written personally by Ross Perot. It's kind of stream of consciousness. There's like a Winston Churchill quote in there that not not all that applicable and there's like another quote. When you got uh, enough of mo- if you got enough money, you could, your plaque can say whatever you want it to. Send him a sword. Send him a sword. All right, send uh, him another sword. Of course, Ross Perot, for me, the most famous uh, thing about him is he's the one in The Simpsons that punches the hat. Oh. When it's it's yeah. like the punching hat thing that I constantly do, that was Ross Perot because uh, they joke about someone voting for a third party and he's like, yeah. So my dad voted pro. Uh, he died, by the way. He, <laughs> yeah, died. he died. He died. He's dead. That's he why, died. That's why Bernie Sanders shared the picture of the sword. He's yeah. like, rest in peace to my good friend Ross Perot, who, by the way, gave me a sword one time. Here is a picture of the sword. Very cool. Anyways, yeah. rest in peace. <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, we left that news out yeah. for the end. So he was he was very old. Wait, who's this cool guy giving out swords? I can't wait to meet him. He he lived He's a dead. very long, successful, happy life. Yeah, but he did have giant ears and <laughs> lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he also, the whole reason he ran for president, it's a crazy story. We, need, we maybe should cover this at some point if we yeah. do a weird history thing. But yeah. uh, he, like, personally, we had a bunch of hostages stuck over in the Middle East, I think in Iran. And, like, nothing was being done because of, like, diplomacy and shit. You yeah. got to be very careful. And Ross Perot just, like, hired a team of mercenaries to go, like, take care of it. So the, the go- U.S. government had, like, you know, no fault in whatever happened. And mm-hmm. it fucking worked. So everyone's like, this guy should be president. We should have mercenaries do everything. I have not thought this through, but I like Ooh. this guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, moving on. Exotic bird was really just a seagull covered in curry powder. Yeah. Did look cool, though. It did. Was, damn. Well, if it... This is going to start a fucking trend where people rub curry powder on their pets. And then eventually these birds will be orange, just like flamingos. Yeah. That's the rumor, right? They get uh, their pink shade from eating all the shrimp, right? That's the... I mean, it is true that pigeons used to be like... Not what they look like now. Yeah, they 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 got all the product dirt. of their environment. Yeah, they they like naturally selected to like look dirtier because they live in cities. Yeah. So if Makes we sense. all start eating way more curry, the birds will start to look like curry birds. Or if the uh, sky turns orange, or the water. Yeah, which is also a possibility. That could all happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, for now, this is a preview. Yeah. Pig intestines cause traffic delays in downtown Kansas City. Yeah, apparently it was uh, didn't smell too great. I would imagine it that it would. Just a, a entire truck just hauling fucking pig entrails. Whoops! Forgot to shut the back door. <laughs> well, there's uh, there's some guts on the freeway now. Uh, yeah. We'll, at what point we'll do you? Back. At what point do you just like just grin and bear it and just drive over all of it, slipping and sliding, and just crushing pig then it's like, get home? Then it's all over your car forever. Yeah. Your Straight car, to the car wash. Yeah, you're going to have to you're gonna then, hose it down. But would you rather sit in traffic and smell it for hours while it's cleaned up and rotting in the sun? Don't know. Don't live in Kansas City. Never Don't been. That, uh, I mean, decision. if you live in Kansas City, you got that fiber internet, so just telecommute. Yeah. You got it. You got the bandwidth. No, you don't need to face the yeah. pig intestines on the yeah. highway. Rattlesnake and radioactive uranium found during Oklahoma traffic stop. Clearly someone on their way to Area 51. Long ways off, but uh, yeah. Gotta was, start somewhere. It was also, it was a stolen car. He had a, an open uh, fifth of whiskey just like in the cup holder. He He's a, microdosing. Had it. a live rattlesnake. Yeah. And a jar of uranium dust. 
you know, for novelty's sake. But listen, he that rattlesnake was helping him improve his life. He was a meth addict before that rattlesnake came into his life, and by God, it changed him for the better. I, I don't know enough about this guy to, you know... Let's send him some GoFundMe money. Yeah, let's let's give this guy 20 bucks. Uh, yeah. I, it makes you wonder, like, was he giving the uranium to the rattlesnake? They didn't say anything about finding mice Could or be. anything like that. Could was he be. giving that rattlesnake just straight uranium to make it turn big? The rattlesnake had uranium fever. Yeah. Oh, oh, we're going to give this squirrel some math. Uh, that's nothing compared to giving... Uranium to, to a, a rattlesnake. rattlesnake. Yeah. One of the most dangerous creatures on the face of the earth. And you're going to give it uranium and make it grow big like Hulk? Yeah. Scary to think about. Mm-hmm. Really makes you scared to think about it. Yeah. A woman ordered a Moana cake for her daughter, but the baker heard marijuana. And, yep, the picture of the cake is awesome. Yeah, I love that they, uh, the little uh, My, little, My pony little Pony with the, the joint yeah. and the puffed up eyes. Yeah, they really did a good job. Yeah. If only this had gone to a person that actually wanted it instead of a young child who wanted a well, Moana cake. First off, this happened in Georgia where the marijuana law is still not not great. But, yeah, she just, like, called up Dairy Queen. She's like, my daughter needs a cake. Moana. Like, all right, you got it, lady. You sure? Yep. The daughter's, like, 25, too. This wasn't the child's oh. birthday. Well, then she probably loved it. Yeah, the family, they, they got a good laugh out of it. And then it started going viral, and they were like, they called up Dairy Queen. They're like... We're Sorry, not mad. It's, it's our fault. We're not mad. Like, don't don't fire your uh, also your tell, ice cream lady. Don't tell the cops to come look into it. Yeah. So yeah. that's fun. <laughs> Just it's great to know that Dairy Queen has uh, a marijuana leaf and uh, a stoned My Little Pony art ready to go. Well, they did the marijuana leaf by hand. Wow. These, these are artists. Yeah. And uh, I mean, the My Little Pony one clearly printed out off Google. It even had the like. Alpha Zone uh, checker pattern. Oh, great. <laughs> Still in the Said picture. Shutterstock on top. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Pakistani politician thinks GTA 5 video is real. Praises pilot for averting disaster. Which it's it's fucking hilarious. But also the the funnier thing is that like even if it was like photorealistic or like the or, camera work is incredible. Yeah. You like who filmed this? The, what, yeah. uh, an amazing drone work. This drone is going yeah. hundreds of miles an hour. Someone to get tried this. to drive this field truck right in front of a, a giant plane. And luckily the world's greatest cameraman was there to capture the whole thing and speed up in front of the plane yeah. to get a, like from behind yeah. just zoop. So Pakistan is looking very closely into this drone technology. Yeah. Obviously because and the if camera you, technology. If you can transport people faster than a jumbo jet by hundreds of miles an hour, then why aren't we funding this? Why aren't we funding this? We should get the pilot that saved the lives of those people to look into this for us. Yeah. But yes, it's obviously fucking fake. And it yeah, must have been like a really low-res version that he saw or something. I mean, Russia does this shit all the time with like mm-hmm. Call of Duty footage. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, the Russian military, they, they conducted this amazing raid and... Uh, Middle East. Look at this footage. Yeah. It's just shit. Another, another fucking amazing GamerPres 2020 tweet. No Russian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I love GamerPres. GamerPres is uh, great. We, we might be doing... Might, ha- uh, might, might uh, be talking... Might be taking a deeper dive into the GamerPres thing yeah. very soon. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. Mississippi makes it a jailable offense to call plant-based or cultured meat patties burgers. This is like the most fucking insecure, like, red meat eating American bullshit. Yeah. Just like... First of all, Mississippi is like one of the least cattle producing states in the country. Yeah. Like they rank like number 32 out of 50. So it's like if this was Texas, I could maybe understand it. But they rank probably close to number one for feigned outrage. <laughs> Mississippi, yeah. They like getting mad. 
and yeah, it's just like this whole thing. It's also it, it's going to get struck down. I think the ACLU is taking this up because it's like it translates to like a free speech case with like food labeling. Uh, but it's like. And they're, they're, a burger isn't a fucking meat product. I mean, yeah. it's not, the term isn't like a, a cut of well, meat and, or a... And veggie burgers and garden burgers have been in supermarkets for like 40 fucking yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. Like, people aren't dumb. So the milk industry tried to do this in California like 10 years ago. They tried to... Milk. Yeah, they tried to stop uh, soy milk and other companies yeah. like that from doing it. And like the California courts were just like, no, people aren't fucking stupid like that. People understand yeah. Get the fuck out. People are smarter than you think, I apparently. Yeah. So that's fun. Not uh, sure about that in Mississippi, though. Thanks yeah. to our Mississippi viewers for sticking with us. Yeah. You're smarter. Yeah. Speaking of Mississippi, Mississippi politician denies access to female reporters so as not to insinuate an affair. Everyone vote ninja for Mississippi governor. Yeah. Yeah. This is the... Uh, what, what? What? Who was it that... Ha- is it Mike Pence's rule where you can't even Mike be Pence, in a room? Yeah, he's he has his rule, but, like, this guy, he's citing the, like, Billy Graham rule. Okay, yeah. Like... A man has to attend... Uh, like, a third party yeah, has to attend Yeah, you can't ever... It's, like, it's so dumb, because, like, first off, you and this female reporter are almost certainly never going to be alone with each other while she follows you on the campaign trail. Like, mm-hmm. if he gets to that point, something else has gone uh, I just love wrong. that, like, he is so confident in his sexual prowess... That yeah. who wouldn't be attracted to him and want right. to fuck him? You know, I just got to cover my bases. Like It's you, two things. It's it's He he is, like, uh, so confident in his sexual prowess, and also he doesn't trust himself. Yeah. Look, I got a crocodile dick, and it's fucking huge. when I'm around ladies, like, they just throw themselves at me, so... It's a fucking dowry. You know, rock. I'm just trying to avoid drama. Yeah. Like, if, if you're a single guy out there, this is a great excuse. Like, why don't, why don't I see you, like, dating a lot of women? It's like, I just... I don't. I want to avoid the insinuation of an affair. Like I don't want people getting the wrong idea. So mm-hmm. you know, it's it's just better off to like stay away. Because if I if I were to be in the presence of a woman, I mean, you know what would happen. Yeah, can't have that. Well, anyways, uh, moving on. One million moms protest Toy Story four over dangerous lesbian scene. It's not. No, it's not actually no. one million moms. It's yeah. probably like three. Yeah, but it's a group called One Million Moms. Have you seen Toy Story 4 yet? No. Well, so I read this headline and I was like, I don't recall a lesbian scene. I thought it was maybe something with the toys that I just didn't pick up on. No, it's like, like one of those Disney background things that you don't uh, notice. It's literally like towards the beginning of the film, like the toys' new owner. Has child, two moms? No, she gets dropped off at school. And like in the background, if you squint, you can see that one of her classmates has two moms. Are they kissing? No. Are they fingering each other? No. They could be sisters. We don't fucking know. You're, but, not, you're uh, not wrong. Yeah. The one million moms, they, they're like, this is propaganda. They're trying to push the lesbian lifestyle on us through this uh, brief, like, missable moment in this children's movie. Well. It's so dumb. You know, that's how it starts. Yeah. It takes a spark to so start a fire. A slippery, dippery slope. Mm-hmm. It's probably like the principal or a teacher talking to the mom. But even if, it, if they're lesbians, it's fuck. It's, it's yeah, fine. Who, it's, who cares? Yeah. That's It's like. There's nothing wrong with it. Gay people exist. Yes. Like, that's a fact. They've always existed. Like, going back thousands of years, we have lots of evidence to support that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I don't know. If, if, you're, if your strategy for, like, life is just like, nah, can't hear you. Yeah. Things I can't see don't actually exist. It's, it's not good. <sighs> Bad. It's very short-sighted. Anyways, moving on. Boy Stab's brother says jail is better than eight-hour drive in the car with his sibling. And we've all been there. 
It's just like that guy who like was sick of his wife, so he drove like a maniac. Yeah. Put me in jail. I'd rather go there guy, than back yeah, to my wife. That guy wife. wanted to be in jail. Yeah. It, I mean, I get it. Car rides when you're a kid. Although these days, I feel like all these kids, they got like iPads and Nintendos and all that. Like when I was a kid riding in the car, we didn't have shit. The, the only thing we could do is like try to read, which is impossible on like long drives. And once it gets to like nighttime. No, you play the alphabet game. The alphabet game? Yeah. That old that old standard car, fun, fun car game. Is that game? like the slug bug game or uh, the like license plate game? Yeah, I think I don't remember the rules exactly because it's been thirty years mm-hmm. or twenty something years, but uh, you find you have to find in signs that you go past every level or every letter of the alphabet, and you can fake it, but then someone has to call you out on it. Okay. It's, I, it's a long story. Anyways, I had a fucking Game Boy that had no backlight, so I had to yeah. only play during the daytime, and the batteries lasted anytime about you thirty go, minutes. Anytime you go under a overpass, a yeah. Well, lost my. There guy. it goes. So uh, yeah, I mean. Obviously, don't stab your brother, but we get it. It happens. Yeah. And final headline, suspect passes gas so loudly that law enforcement is able to locate his hiding place. That man's name, Homer Simpson. (laughs) But it was a nice one, right? Big rip. Yeah. Impressive. I mean, this would be me if I was was ever a fugitive. A man was caught with a poop knife in his pocket. (laughs) Only the biggest bells. The poop knife. That is my favorite and least favorite Reddit it's, story it's great because it's so believable. Yeah, it's it's too specific to be a lie. Yeah. Like, just like, yeah, my friend's family had a poop knife for... No, it was his family. Oh, yeah. And then we went to his friends and asked his friend yeah, like, where's when he was there. Yeah, where's your poop knife? Yeah. Having a, they got a tough one over here. Won't go down. Where's, I, where's the knife specifically for cutting up my poops? When I, when I read that, I was like, oh, my God, this would have been even better if you went to Europe. Because, like, the in-home European toilets, a lot of them have that shelf... And then the water goes down under it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, they have a, they leave a, a shelf for you to cut it on. Yeah. <laughs> a cutting board. Yeah, the Europeans are next level. Uh, yeah, a little cutting board there. Well, I am... It's very fucking, fucking hot in here. drenched. I don't know Summer if you has arrived. It. Yeah. Um, if you haven't already, over on our Patreon, we got a free podcast. Our, our little thing we did in Texas at RTX. Anyone can listen to that. The full live show and a Q&A. For people who give us... $5 or more here on YouTube or on Patreon. There's uh, also a weekly standard podcast. We do them every week. Yeah, we did this one in Austin at the pool. Yeah. If, you, if and, you're not uh, joined up, join up. You get access to all of them. Here, I'll say it. Join the Patreon. You've been dragging your feet for too long. Yeah. It's five bucks. Go throw five bucks down. You support the show. If we relied on YouTube ad rev alone, we wouldn't yeah. be doing the show right now. So thanks to all of our Patreon and YouTube members. Uh, and special shout out to sponsors. If you enjoy or are interested in any of the sponsors that we mentioned, try them out. It keeps the show going. And uh, I bring it up because someone people were asking me at RTX about like, you know, how is is how is YouTube monetization? Has it really hurt you guys? I'm just like, if we didn't have yeah, Patreon, YouTube monetization we, is uh, we would not exist. YouTube monetization is like it's like a tip. So that's well, why we're doing the, we're, we're doing the podcast every week as a, as a as a bonus to say thank you for people supporting the show, and that's why it's exclusive. But we gave you a, a free one this week, and it's the entire RTX thing. So check those out. Support us on Patreon or by clicking the join button below, and we will see you guys very soon. Have a great great weekend. Yeah. Stay cool. Stay cool. <laughs>